Good morning, ladies. You tuned in at the right time on the right day. This is the right podcast. I promise you, you will be so blessed today. Thank you for joining us on Good Morning Ladies with Candy Bryan. This is a safe place where we are going to talk about the things of God. We're going to talk about faith. We're talking about relationships. We're talking about the ups and downs, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the amazing part of relationships and what God has in store for us. And I have been so blessed. It's not by accident that I came across the Single Women's Suites list of chapters that, that are now, I heard, worldwide. AJ, is that right? Yes, it is. That is amazing. And on the line with me today, I have a very special guest. Thank you for taking the time out. I have AJ. She is from Philly. She is a member of the, you are leading the chapter in Philly for the Single Women's Suite. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Awesome. Would you say good morning to all of our listeners? Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, or should I say God morning? That's right. That's right. (laughs) I think this is (laughs) going to be an awesome conversation, and we're going to be talking from a a whole different perspective. Even Even though I just had another guest who was from Single Women's Suite New York, it's just amazing to hear all of you with your passion for the Lord and wanting to lift up women and encourage women. Well, AJ, we always start with opening up in prayer so we can invite God to take control. Is that okay? Yes, that is. All right, God. Why well, thank you, Father, for this time. We invite your Holy Spirit, and we say, have your way. I thank you that you're speaking through us, God, that it is none of us and all of you. I thank you that you're using AJ mightily in her community, in her home, at her workplace, God, everywhere she goes, the favor of God is all over her. And I thank you right now that you just speak to hearts, God, that someone tunes in and is listening to this to be encouraged in their singleness. I just thank you, Lord, that something will be said to totally transform their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, AJ, first I want to start with just a little bit about you so our listeners can learn a little bit about AJ. And we know that you're from Philly, but tell us a little bit about your journey, um, your personal journey, and also coming to faith. You know, as we stated that I'm from Philadelphia, born and raised, and I am a single mother of two young men. Um, My oldest is 24 and the youngest is almost 21. And I just say, God, I thank you because he has been with us throughout the entire journey. Um, I am a college graduate. I work in education, and I'm actually back in for my master's for organizational leadership. And as we can see that where we are in this day and time, leadership is critical but is vital. And Mm. people need people that they can trust, that they can go to and feel safe. And we thank God for the single woman suite because that's what the single woman suite is. It is an organization, but it is a ministry. It is a sisterhood of women of faith who are God-focused, who believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They believe in even though we all have flaws and are imperfect, but we are striving every single day, all day for perfection in Christ. We know that we can't do it without him. And we come and we hold each other up. 
We hold each other accountable. We encourage each other through the tears, through the sacrifices, through the dreams. Whatever it is that you're going through, we're here. And I love it because it's a safe platform. It is a safe haven for many, many women. And we actually get together with a lot of the other chapters. And actually, it's growing because it's global. And what we continue to point out is God does know the desire of your heart for those who do desire, you know, mates or whatever. But the thing is, just know that your assignment is yet to still be fulfilled in spite of. So we call them to not only be encouraged to know that God's promises are yes and amen, but however, you are called to also fulfill whatever it is that God has given you. And your life isn't over in spite of the traumas that you've been through, because we all have been through them. Your trauma may be different from mine, but it's still trauma. But we do know that what we have in common is that we have a Savior, a Redeemer, that yet continues to fight for us, and he fights with, for us with all intensity. And that's what I love about him because he's just so faithful. And even for women who are searching or desiring a mate, my thing is if he can emulate the practices of Christ, if he can emulate those principles that God has in place for all of us, then you actually have something on your hands. It's a blessing, but the bottom line is we are called to fulfill whatever it is that God has given us, and we try to let them know that in spite of what you've been through, your life is far from being over. We Mm -hmm. are victorious. We are warriors. We are conquerors. We're not victims. We are victorious. Walk in your wealthy place. Whatever that thing is, whatever God has spoken to you, you grab a hold of it, And you hold on to it until it becomes your reality and your truth. So we just really are excited about what the Single Woman Suite is doing. And as for me, I came to know Christ back in 96. I was a single mother, and I actually was pregnant with my second child. And I was stressed. You know, um, I just was depressed. I was oppressed. Um, I just felt like I didn't have any hope. And, you know, it's something when you are in what you believe to be a relationship. But how many of us know that you can be in something and yet be by yourself? And that's regardless if you're married, engaged, or you believe that, you know, this is your boyfriend. But how many know that God has so much greater for you? Mm -hmm. And that began my journey to salvation with Christ. I no longer had to go by what my grandmother said, how she testified of them, how my aunts would talk about the goodness of Christ. I now begin my own journey with Christ. And I remember I was on my way to work one day, and I worked at Long John Silver's at the time. And the blessing was God came and he spoke to me personally. And he began to tell me how much he loved me. I thought I was so deep in sin that God didn't want anything to do with me. How many people can identify with that? It's a whole lot. But Mm -hmm. the one thing he assured me, he said that if you would come back and serve me, you and your children would never want for anything all of the days of your life. And when I tell you from 96 to 2018, I am still standing and yet feasting on the promises and the abundance of what God has promised me and my children. 
And I've never, ever seen him fail. Never. He purged me from what I thought was an awesome relationship. It was toxic. The man that I thought that would actually have, you know, the heart to marry me didn't want to. But as I began to grow in Christ, he began to purge me from everything that was unlike him. I thought like the ways of the world, and I thought that was it, even though yet and still I was unhappy on the inside. Hmm. So I'm just grateful that God chose and selected me for the journey. And it's, it's, it's such a privilege, and it's an honor, because I said, God, I want to be able to go back and reach out and grab your women and allow them to know that they are your handiwork. They are your beautiful and wonderful creation. When you made us, you made us on purpose and intentionally with success. So I'm just grateful to be a part of this journey we call salvation. Every day is a new chapter. We're turning another page. You know, some have, you know, paragraphs. Some have whole, you know, uh, books written. But you know what? No matter what, we are in this thing together. Yes. Oh, that is so awesome. I am so happy you are in leadership. We need women that are on fire for God, that love him with their whole heart that have vision oh, and oh. purpose, and you are, I can just tell you, are in the right place, and God has so specifically called you to a purpose, and I, I love it. I love some of the things that you said before we started um, recording. You were talking, I wrote down words, and those are kind of themes for our conversation, wholeness, healing, purpose. Um, uh-huh. The Single Women Suite is all about women embracing the whole life, and you said something specific that I kind of want you to expand on and not not dedicating their whole life just to get married because it's not always about just the wedding day, the, the marriage and all of that. Mm-hmm. But you said embracing their whole life. What does that really mean if you were speaking, when you are speaking to some of the single listeners? When I think about embracing the whole life, you know, we always hear that saying um, when it comes to relationships, oh, he gets 50%, I get 50%. Well, mm-hmm. if you're only giving 50 and he's only giving 50, you both are robbing each other. Mm-hmm. You're holding back. God has called us to give 100% of ourselves to whatever endeavor, journey, project that we attach ourselves to. And the bottom line is when we are called to serve, give everything you've got. Don't hold anything back. You rob the people when you deny them your testimony. You rob the people when you deny them your empathy and your sympathy or your compassion. You rob the people when you fail to take time to encourage and uplift, to pray with them, to smile with them. You rob the people. You do yourself a disservice when you are unwilling to give the whole part of who you are and what God has called you to be. God has called us to give everything we got. We think of the women in the Bible when we talk about, you know, the talents, when we talk about, you know, the lamps and the oil. Make sure it's lit and make sure it stays lit, remain lit. We are in crucial and perilous times. We've got to give it all we've got until Christ comes back. Mm -hmm. And I am to the place, and I said this to God, and I meant it with my whole heart. 
I said, God, yes, I desire a husband. I said, but however, the purpose that you've given me to serve your people is far greater than wanting a husband. I couldn't always say that. I remember I used to burn his ears up. God, what about me? Everyone's getting married. Somebody else is engaged. If I go to another bridal shower, God, what about me? Me, me, me. And he began to show me, but will you still serve me? And will you still serve my people? Will you still love them and embrace them? Even if you never receive a significant other, Mm. is it just truly about you receiving a husband? And I had to sit and ponder that thing. And I had to say, you know what? Lord, help me to get to the place that even if you don't, I have completed what you've called me to do. And I said, help me to get past being in love with the idea of marriage. Because sometimes we get caught up with the ceremony, but not realizing the marriage is the ministry, it's the assignment. He's bringing two assignments together as one to be fulfilled in the earth for who? The purpose of his souls. That is the heartbeat of God's kingdom. That's the heartbeat of who he is, his souls. Amen. So the bottom line is, whatever you give, give it everything, all of you, mind, body, soul, and spirit. Don't hold anything back. I love that, and I hope every listener is taking notes. I know they're taking mental notes. If they're driving, a lot of the listeners drive, and on their morning drive and evening drive, they're listening to this. So take mental notes and go back and listen to the podcast again and take notes again because this is so good, AJ. You know, I have spoken to a few single ladies and single gentlemen, and sometimes the, I guess the common theme that I hear is the loneliness how do you overcome that? Or if they're just coming out of a relationship and their mm-hmm. the heart is still broken, everything is still raw, you know, everything is so, just the emotions are there. And mm-hmm. the biggest struggle is how do you deal with the loneliness? I like to, to work in the practical. And on this mm-hmm. podcast, we like to give practical steps to healing and wholeness. What would you say a single person should be doing? In this meantime, in the meantime, quote, unquote, meantime. Well, in the meantime, you know, we've all had our share or experiences with, you know, the feeling lonely. And one of the things, you know, God said, you may feel lonely, but you are absolutely never alone. So I would say for someone who has come out of a relationship that didn't work out and their heart was broken and, you know, they felt like they lost. Actually, it's a game. Because if it was something that was meant for you, it would be. But until that time, just know that you will be healed. You will be. And what you do, you can spend that time finding out who are you, self-discovery. What do you like to do? Do you like to get your feet done? Do you like to go to get a massage? Do you like to be a part of a book club? Um, Do you have a singles ministry? You know, Remember, you are not the only one that is going through something. Yes, your pain is real. We don't make light of that. But again, however, your life is not over. Attach yourselves to some other like-minded people who are going in the same direction and have the same God focus as you. And you guys can encourage each other. We've overcome by the words of our testimony, we become strengthened as we continue to fellowship with one another. So we become strengthened day by day. I remember when I came out of a relationship, and I remember just crying. 
every day. And I was just like, oh, my God, if I'm crying like this and I wasn't even married, how much more painful can it be being in a marriage and it ends? And I remember one day getting up and I said, I was in the shower and I said to the Holy Spirit, I said, Holy Spirit, this is my last day shedding tears over this dead situation. Uh I said, it may hurt. I said, the tears may well up in my eyes. I said, but this is my last day. And I said, and I am decreeing and I am declaring healing and your divine wellness from the crown of my head to the very sole of my feet. I said, I will no longer walk in defeat. But I said, I am going to begin to walk in triumph because that's who you've called me to be. I'm a winner. I'm victorious and I'm resilient. Things come, they stab us, they jab us, they punch us, even knock us down. But it's not in the being knocked down. It's the getting back up. And even if you need your sisters or your brothers to help you get back up, that is what you do. I believe we all should have a support system. You need a support system. I'm not saying attach yourself to everybody because everybody is not for you. But you need a core group, and that is a select group of healthy, whole, single, or even if they're married, they may be mentors to you or whatever, but that can help you through your process and through your journey. Each day, it does get better. The sun does shine again, and you will smile again. It's not forever, but the key is, will you allow him to have your pain? you've got to give it to him. Give him your pain. We can't do anything with that. All we do is hold up the process of healing when we want to hold on to something that is dead. Give that thing over to who it belongs to and let it go. And say, God, now show me how to live a life of healing. Show me. And as you ask him, he said, anything we ask according to his perfect will, that shall he do. He will go the distance to make sure he reveal and release the things that his people need. So as we ask him, he'll do it. He'll send someone to give you a phone call in that time that you feel like you're going through. Hey, girl, let's go out. Let's go get something to eat. Let's go see a movie. Or let's just hang. Just be open and know that God can do it. I'm a witness. I'm a witness. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy. Oh, it does come. Yes, it does. It does come. Oh, my goodness, AJ, that is so amazing because I believe someone was listening and just feeling the weight of depression and oppression and in that dark place. And when I wrote down, speak. So here's what I hear you saying is, A, we need to immerse ourselves in God and mm-hmm. at all times have be surrounded by a support system. But you did something very important, and I want I definitely want you to speak over the listeners and pray as we close out. But you were speaking life to your own soul, to your own mm-hmm. mind just now in our conversation. And I believe for everyone, whether they're going through a divorce, whether they're in a tough marriage, or whether they're walking the single journey and it's been difficult, if we would just open our mouth and speak the Word of God, mm-hmm. our situation changes. The Word yes, of God is mighty. It is powerful. It is strong to the pulling down of strongholds. And so mm-hmm. the strongholds of depression, the strongholds of the lonely feeling, the strongholds of just the hurt 
the word of God declares that it is stronger. It is mighty to the pulling down of those things. And I think the biggest thing that you pointed out just now was the support system, because when you said, give him your pain, I'm thinking, I can hear it now. Someone saying, well, how do I give him my pain? I, I cry every night. <laughs> I give him <laughs> And I would just encourage the listeners to be surrounded by like-minded women of Christ, some gentlemen, get around that support system because giving it to God is sharing that with someone else who can lift you up. That is a practical step in uh-huh. giving that pain to the Lord is surrounding yourself. So, oh, I love it. I, I took all these notes and I'm going to post these notes also on the podcast page. Um, and you said the journey has been hard. Oh, as we come to a close on this podcast, I don't even want to end right now, but I know we're, we're both as late. <laughs> we jumped on this. And uh, someone might be listening in the morning, but it is late while we're talking. What, is, what has the single woman suite done for you on your journey? What, what were some of the difficult times, and then what were some of the triumphant times as we close out? What the single woman suite has done for me it has allowed me to see the richness and the wealth that my testimony carries. When I see other women and I hear their stories, I look and I say, but God, that was me at one point. That was me. Feeling like I couldn't make it, didn't know which direction I needed to head. I said, God, the single woman suite continues to ground and root us in who God is to us. And then as a sisterhood, continuing to build that foundation. And, I mean, the, the beautiful thing about it is because I always tell the women when we get, you know, amongst each other on social media, I say someone may post something and they're looking for advice. And the one thing we say that when we share, we share in truth. We're not going to come to give you something prefabricated that you may want to hear that's appeasing to your flesh. That doesn't help you. You need God's truth but you need it to be coupled with his love and to know that through being transparent, but yet sharing God's love, that's what sets forth that pendulum to take forth that breakthroughs can go forth. They didn't walk away feeling, well, she really dogged me. Instead mm-hmm. of her, you know, reaching out and giving me some advice through wisdom, she actually took the time and let me know, but sis, hey, You're not by yourself. At one point, that was me. I did the settling, the fornicating. I did. And it got me nowhere. So if I could tell you anything, it's not worth it. You are worth the wait. Continuing to surround myself through sisters who were more seasoned than I was, who continued to give me the truth even when it was painful, but yet continued to embrace me with God's love, That helped me tremendously, and it continued to let me see that if God did it for them, then how much more is he willing to do for me? And I would sit and say there were times, you know, well, who's going to want me? I'm a single mother with two children. I'm not married. I was my own worst critic, and I allowed the enemy to plant seeds of discord within myself. And it wasn't until God really got a hold of me. And he said, if I can't have the whole you, I don't want any of it. And that thing really struck me. I said, wow, if the God of heaven and earth doesn't have all of me, he doesn't want any of it? That was offensive. And it caused me to actually chase after him more. And I said, well, I can't have that because this is the one that has the power to do anything. He's sovereign. And I remember the day. 
I came home from a church service, and the Lord began to deal with me. And I was still messing around with my kid's father. And I went home, and I began to weep. And I said, God, this doesn't feel good. I said, I don't know how to live holy. I don't know how to stop fornicating. Mm-hmm. I said, but God, I'm laying before you. And if you can deliver me, I will serve you wholeheartedly all of the days of my life. And I said, and that's my promise to you. And I tell you, God not only heard my prayer, but he sent the sweet presence of the Holy Ghost to show up in my room that evening. And I had never had that experience before until that night. And I just began to cry, and I actually cried myself to sleep. When I woke up, God had did it, and I knew he did it because it was inwardly, and I felt like I could fly. And I went to work, and I told two of the sisters that I was working with, I said, he did it. And they said, he did what? I said, God delivered me. And I remember it was probably a week later, my son was turning two years old, my youngest son. And I went to their father, and I said, it's over. I said, I am not doing this anymore. And he didn't believe me. My youngest son will be 21 in August. I have not been with their father in 18 years. Wow. Only God can do it. And when I walked away, I said, God, I don't ever want to look back. And I didn't. And when I look at all of the accomplishments and the milestones that he has allowed my life to be blessed with, I wouldn't have been able to experience those things if I remained in a dead, toxic place and relationship. He said, that is not what I have for you. I have so much more and so much greater. And I'm so grateful. I never regretted that decision. Mm -hmm. When I walked away, I walked away for good. I think this is a perfect time to cover our listeners that are listening intently, like, oh, my goodness, you didn't even know that's what I needed to hear, but God did. And what a powerful word of encouragement, AJ. After we pray, I'm going to ask you to give the listeners um, the information on, on Instagram where they can find out more about Single Women's Suite. And mm-hmm. so we'll do all that at the end. But would you pray for our listeners? Yes, I will. Father God, we come to say thank you. Father, we come to bless and we come to honor your name. Father, we thank you for the opportunity and the platform that you've given us, your people. Father, we thank you for the release of your anointing. We thank you for the release of your love. We thank you for rescuing us, your people. We thank you for setting us free. Father, we thank you for being not just free, but you said free indeed. Yea, my God, we bless and we honor your name because the blood, the blood is what does it for us over and over again. God, allow your people to know that they can live and they can live in abundance. And it's not about having a significant other, but it is about being in right relationship with the king. And as we serve you, the king, yea, God, we are able to have the 
the benefits of what salvation brings. So, Father, we thank you for the wholeness that you're releasing over your people tonight. Yea, God, we thank you, Holy Ghost, for the righteousness and the holiness that you're giving us your people to walk in. And we will walk in it boldly and with courage, O oh God. And, God, that as we, the living epistles of this last and evil hour, we can demonstrate what true and rightful living looks like, not talking about it at all, but we're living it through demonstration. Yea, God, even as we go forth, you release your favor upon your people like never before. Yea, God, we say thank you that as you continue to ordain our footsteps, yea, God, that you would do it and it would be according to your perfect divine will. And Father, we say thank you. We're living in a time that we have to stay connected to the King that can show and direct us in every single area. His, oh God, his divine purpose is for us, his people, to be successful. So, yea, God, lift up those who are downtrodden. Yea, God, give those who have tears joy. God, cause the sun to shine again in their lives. God, cause them to see, but it's not over. Yea, God, cause them to see that they have so much more to give. Yea, God, cause them to see that there are others depending on them to make it. Yea, God, we say thank you. We bless and we honor your name, and we give you all of the glory and all of the honor and all of the praise. We decree and declare, Holy Ghost, that the prayers of the righteous will continue to count in the kingdom. And as you release and sanction the desires of your people's heart, yea, God, that they will come forth on fertile ground, 30, 60, and surely 100-fold. And, Father, we, your people, we come in unity of the faith, and we say amen, amen, and amen. Amen. And let me just say this to the listeners. Everything that we're talking about, everything that was spoken, we cannot do it apart from the Holy Spirit. And I thank you for bringing that into the conversation, bringing him into the conversation, because we can try all these great things and all self-help and all the coaching in the world is not going to do what the Holy Spirit and a relationship with him will do while we're in the single season, while we're in the married season, whatever it is, wherever God has us. And so AJ, powerful. Thank you so much. (laughs) You are so, so welcome, my sister. I'm so honored. I'm so honored. I'm just humbled by all of it. I really am. And I thank you for being able to allow God to use you in this platform. We thank Thank God for you. We thank God for you. Thank you. I can't wait till this show airs. And just so the listeners know, this almost didn't happen just today because we're just missing each other. So I wanted to let the listeners know, because this is on iTunes, our podcast is worldwide as well, and I'm Uh praying that it goes global. If we have ladies in the Philly area, how can they get in touch? Um, We actually... um there are different chapters. You can go on Instagram, and we have um, the single woman suite, um, SWS Philly. So that's the one that actually represents um, Philadelphia, but we have them all over. And um, even if, you know, you have listeners that want to um, email me, you can email me at singlewomansweetphilly at gmail.com. So, again, that email is singlewomansweetphilly at gmail.com. But you can find me on Instagram under singlewomansweetphilly. Perfect. 
people and say, I'm going to have you stay on the line with me just a second, but I want to say goodbye to all of our listeners. Thank you all so much for tuning in. You've been supporting and this community is growing. Our, our Good Morning Ladies family is growing. The podcasts are on the goodmorningladies.org website. It's also on iTunes. Please share when you hear these interviews. And so I would love for all of our listeners to share, share, share. So I want to say blessings on all the listeners. I pray that God would increase you all the more. Thank you for tuning in. We love you so much. Until next time, everyone. Bye-bye.